Welcome to the Scale Model Podcast. In this podcast, we aim to entertain, inform, and promote the hobby of scale model kit building with interviews, reviews, and news about the hobby. The podcast is available bi-weekly where your favorite podcasts are found, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also get it from our website at scalemodelpodcast.com, where you can find show notes, photo gallery, and so much more. You can also subscribe to get notifications on all our updates, new episodes, and video content. Please support the Scale Model Podcast on Patreon. Patreon supporters enjoy early access to content and exclusive contests. Your Patreon support helps us to offset hosting and other costs to bring the podcast to you. Welcome to episode 113 of the Scale Model Podcast, sponsored by Cult TV Man, Sean's Custom Model Tools, and Return to Kit Form. My name is Stuart Clark, and I am once again joined by, shall we say, freshly restored or wanting a break from the North Shore of Lake Erie after being on cool grandparent duty, guest host of the B&B to the Stars, Mr. Jeff Highland. How are you, sir? I am recovering quietly and slowly, although the... My grandkids did make this for me, which nobody, none of the viewers can see, but it's a lovely uh, wristband. Yeah. Grandpa, pirate, granddad, pirates, bunk bed. Because that's that's all that they care about here. Well, you know, they got the pirates, they got the bunk beds, like, you know, hey, and they got grandpa. You know, you were showing it off at our IPMS club meeting and, you know, last week. So that's all right. They're impressed. I haven't taken it off yet. So that's no, good. Great. That's good. You got to keep, you know, you got to keep, you got to keep all that good grandpa mojo. I'm no, just saying. But I'm not alone. I know. I we know. Have another we, guest tonight. we have another, we have fresh from the fields of West of Chicago land where, where they get the weather before we, we do, but uh, spring is slowly arriving. Mr. Terry Measley. Good evening, gentlemen. Spring evening. is arriving. Things are greening up and then it got cold, but you know, it is still March. Fake winter. Well, let's just, you know, keep our fingers crossed because uh, when this comes out, so we're recording this on Monday the 20th. I'm hoping to have it out for Saturday a little bit early because by the time you hear this, we will be at Heritage Con. Um, we are very much looking forward to it. All three of us there, I believe Mr. Goodman will be joining us as well. Also, we're going to have some other podcasts there. Uh, Kentucky Dave and Mike from the uh Plastic Model Mojo, and one or two other people may be showing up as well. So, you know, we're going to be there. We're hoping uh, to meet as many of our uh, fans as possible. We'll be up in our usual bird's nest, up overlooking the show. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's rumors Jeff's going to have some entries. Terry's going to have some entries. And lots of stuff happening, lots of interviews. So yeah, I've got to get my stuff packed up. I've actually got a bunch of stuff to bring along. So tell us, what do you? Okay, we'll start with Terry. Terry, what are you? What are you bringing? Well, I'll bring along that uh, Cavalier Turbo Mustang, of course. Excellent. And the uh, the civilian version of the Babs. That's that's done. Awesome. Um, Those Zentradi and um, uh, Earth Force, Earth. uh, What was the name of the Earth? Whatever. Yeah. Those ships are, are ready, and I'm. There might be one or two other things I have to look and see what's in the front of the cabinet there. Awesome, awesome. Maybe so, I'll bring along the P forty three just to prove that I built it. That's all right. That's all right. Exactly. You know, it's it's going to be good, Mister Jeff. What are you bringing? Well, I was bringing. Um, obviously, I'm going to bring the Musuru Cup entry. Well, we have to have the winning entry there. Yes. No, 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 no. So it can be suitably laughed at by all the other projects. I doubt it highly. But uh, the pictures look great. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Cameras, photography, it's magic. 
It is. Oh, but that's all right. One. That's all right. Uh, but uh, I'm also hoping to bring my uh, CL4052, the P47 conversion. Yeah. Avro uh, test bed. I was getting it all fixed up today, and one of the wings came off. So back to work. <laughs> it's foldable <laughs> for landing on the aircraft carrier. That's all right. Yeah, I guess that's right. B-47 easy, landing on air. Easy to transport. Well, you know, uh, Terry, Jeff had it at our IPMS London meeting last week, and he got rave reviews on it. So Excellent. Yeah, very yeah, it impressed looks, with it. The pictures look great. I, I love the chipped up, beat up uh, day glow panels and everything. Well, that's quite a compliment coming from coming from you with that cavalier that was a, that's awesome <laughs> no they're going to be good good stuff i will be bringing nothing because i'm bringing all the recording gear and everything so but that's fine no we have our new zoom recorder i've discovered that the camcorder i've been using it has a time lapse function so i'll be able to do a good time lapse this year i used to know the iphone in previous years and the that old iphone finally died um but yeah the camcorder has a nice time lapse function so we're going to set that up again and Again, we'll be out on the floor doing interviews and uh, stuff like that. We'll also live stream, hopefully live stream the Musaru Cup announcement. Uh, we'll see Jeff. We will see Jeff do 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 the victory dance. It's not going to happen. I guarantee well, you, you never know. You never know. I do not know. But if Terry couldn't win last year with that magnificent thing he did, I can't. Well, he was robbed. He was. It robbed. was a yeah. The, the 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 appropriate bribery, I'm sure, will be coming. It, the it posability has. on that did not do it any. The lack of posability on that did not do it any any um, we advantages. Well, no, it, you need to have the Christie Stewart pose. That's what you really needed. There we go. Yeah. That's that's always a winner. Um, yeah. So yeah. Also, we're really blessed. Finally, in southwestern in Ontario, we're finally getting some model shows this year. Uh, so Torcan's going to be coming up. Uh, that's going to be in the area of Toronto, surprisingly enough. Um, that's hosted by, I believe, the Peel Scale Modelers uh, or Toronto IPMS. Let me, I always forget which one. I always get I in trouble. Toronto IPMS. Yeah, Toronto IPMS. No, no, it's Peel Scale Modelers. See, there you go. I'm glad I checked the there poster. I stand corrected. Saturday. The Peel Scale Modelers. Yeah, Saturday, May 27th. That's in Brampton, <laughs> Ontario, the west side of Toronto. It's so rather convenient for uh, Jeff and myself. Uh, mm -hmm. Then, uh, then of course, the one Jeff and I are really involved with, the Southwestern Ontario Scale Model Expo. That is a go. That's going to be for September 23rd here in London, Ontario. Uh, we're just doing the final nailing down of the venue. Looks like it's going to be Fanshawe College this year. Uh, yeah. But Jeff and I are very heavily involved with that. We're going to have an awesome new venue, lots of good size, lots of vendors, hopefully. Uh, always a good time there and it's then be double it's gonna be double the size of our previous just about day. double the size yeah lots of room yeah, lots uh of room. then then of course there's commies fest terry you want to tell us a little bit about, about that yeah that's out in region 10 up in uh, englewood colorado it's a bunch of friends of mine uh from wonderfest run the show and yep. uh it's a it's a good show apparently i've not been but everything i see from it is is excellent they've I guess the guys up there get snowed in the wintertime and have time to do nothing but build. Well, so, you know, they're also going to have some pretty cool food trucks. They got a dessert. I food saw truck, that. Hip hop handcrafted gelato bars. They yeah. got like smash burgers, hot dogs, Chicago style. You know, this is this is making me hungry. Lots Trust of good you. demos. Trust you to focus on the food truck. Well, it's right there. <laughs> they put it on the Facebook page. What can I say? I don't see a bacon buddy truck. We got we got to get one for our show. Just That's like right, the one they had at the wool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to. You remember? You remember they had that at the wool show. 
that's what kept that, that uh, that's what kept all the spouses going during during the wool show you know we, we could hang out out there all they needed was beer and we'd be all set right yeah but here in defibrillators perfect yeah. well okay see they got sides here the food truck mac and cheese get, chili fries tater tots and onion rings it's a smash smash burgers truck yeah. or, or yeah. something yeah, yeah what could possibly go 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 wrong and that looks fantastic I know, yeah, yeah, because I know uh, a good friend of the show, uh, Dave Blappy-Gertan, he, he's often on the commies uh, calls on weekends and that, so he's a big fan of them. Whole so. whole bunch of uh, demos in two separate rooms. Yeah, look at that. 3D printing, rigging. Mr. Banani is going to be there, Joe, Joe Banani. Yeah, Brian Kruger. And um, it, is, it is March 25th, so by the time you hear this, it, it will already have happened, most likely. <laughs> Sad but true. Sad but true, but there we go. I know a lot of shows you were saying there, Terry. A lot yeah. of shows on that date. There is a bunch of shows on March 25th. What is there? There's, there's six of them? Holy cow. See, we can't be everywhere. Okay, uh, but we're going to wrap up here in the in in Ontario, Capcom. That's the IPMS Ottawa. They're doing their show on Saturday, October the 14th. Uh, and it's going to be at the Canadian War Museum in Ottawa, Ontario. So a little bit smaller than the Warplane Heritage Museum, but still a fantastic show, fantastic venue for it. Um, and our good friends at IPMS Ottawa will be there for that. So I know our club president, probably a couple of our, our members will be going up for that. Um, we'll yeah. be I'm going to see if I can I can nail an interview during uh, Hamilton because I'm pretty I, I know they're all coming down. So we'll see if we can nail some interviews for that. So yeah, and you know we we do bring people on once in a while to talk about the show. So if you're listening and you're and you're helping to organize and you want to spend 15 minutes with us or something, yeah, telling us about the show, please, contact us, out. please. Reach out, yeah. scale model podcast at gmail.com. Exactly. Yeah, and just because we're in, involved with the Southwestern Ontario uh, Scale Model Exposition doesn't mean we consider it a competitive thing. Not at no, all. No, we love, we think, uh, we think it's all good. Um, and there's also one other show in the Guelph area, Welcome, but they're going to be, looks like they're moving their date. They may have been an issue because they're, they're following the day after Ottawa right now, but they're decided to change their date. And as of the time we're recording this, they don't have a revised date yet. So again, it'll be nice to have some shows to travel travel to again all right um also some i will say unfortunate news but realistic news from our good friends and sponsors at return to kit form uh they're scaling back a bit uh you know brett and chrissy they have they have two 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 kids two little ones that are growing up um so they're going to scale back a bit the other issue is is the increased shipping tax and the application of import tax they're no longer viable to continue as the international distributor for moscato hobby models um so all open orders from them will be transferred transferred to to john moscato um if you haven't heard and you got an email yet reach out to john moscato and they will uh and they'll make some arrangements for you i've put links from both companies in the show notes from facebook just to indicate uh what's what's going on uh yeah so if you're an overseas patron recently ordered a 1350th horizontal for ship with return to kit form please send a private message um but you know they're still going to be around for their absolute amazing macross stuff absolute fantastic macross canopy mass etc so uh we, we wish them both nothing but the best yep 
There you go. All right. And we thank and we thank them for their continuing sponsorship. Oh, always, always. Yeah, always. we always enjoy enjoy having them there. And you know, oh, one other thing I should point out um, about uh, Heritage Con, we are sponsoring a category there, and uh, as part of the prize, there, in addition to a medal, you're going to get a super sanding block set. And we're also putting a super sanding block set on behalf of the podcast in into the raffle. Hmm. Which category might that be, Stuart? I don't remember off the top of my head. I think it was the <laughs> sci-fi category. I knew you were going to ask me that. I think we did a. I think we did a sci-fi category. Okay, if great. I recall, I don't recall. You know, when I meant to get that earlier, but hey, there you go. All right, you know what? People are just going to have to enter something and everything, so that way they know for sure. Yeah. We'll keep it a secret. There you go. And of course, and of course, just for the record, I'm assuming that none of us can win. Of course not. But Terry no. might. <laughs> Terry might. Terry we'll might. Yeah. If he if if he does, he can decide what he wants yeah. to do. He can always give it to second place or something. All right. Thank I got you. an email from Beacon Models. Um, just to remind us that their uh Kickstarter is complete and they are doing some absolutely amazing one two one four four World War II fighters. And uh they've been released out for a little while, and we're starting to see some pictures of some of these. And frankly, you know, just amazing work um so again i've got a link from to a facebook thing showing some completed builds and uh again this is tiny this is like one two one four four so there's one here of a crashed 109 in a field in kent and yeah you know you get the idea of the size there that's got to be less than two inch wingspan for that well yeah look at the size of the coin yeah exactly yeah um, that's, that, that's crazy yeah yeah, but you know they they do make the cowling can be done as a separate part and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, just amazing what people are doing. So uh, no, we had them on for the Kickstarter, and we did mention that they were available now. But yep, you can order directly from Beacon now, and uh, you know these are Wingnut Wing guys. Um, so definitely check them out. They got some cool stuff. Not only do they have the you know the model kit in the 109 they got extra decals they've got an ref dispersal figure has a 3d print print uh models they've got pilots etc so definitely check check them out i just i would i would be all over these but that's just too tiny for me i just i know my limits but pilot you know, it is 144 pilots yeah. in pilots. Yeah, they're, they're molded in. They, you know, it doesn't take that much painting. The no. tiny ones like just that. Don't, you just don't, don't sneeze. Do a lot. Just don't sneeze yeah, or no. breathe wrong. Exactly. Yeah. So Will and Brian have done an absolutely fantastic job. We look forward to seeing, uh, you know, what 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 they're going to come out with next. So, kudos to Beacon. All right, moving on. As I go through my wonderful show notes, Trumpeter in April. April's right around the corner. Two new kits. The MI4A Hound in 148 scale. This is a Soviet uh, mid-level, mid-size um, helicopter. Uh, so 148 is going to be a big size. So the first model entered service in 52 and replaced the MI1. Um, yeah, a lot of them in use. Nice looking kit. It's a newly molded kit. Uh, you know, 50s era helicopter for transport and that. You got some clear canopies. Here we go. 340 millimeters. So 30, 34 centimeters in length, 43 centimeters the rotor width. So big. Yeah, that's close to that's a third of a, that's about a foot, give or take, right? Yep, exactly. To tail. Exactly. And the back yeah. end opens up. So, 
you know, lots of detailing possibilities there. So that's kind of cool. Next up is HMS Colombo 1700 scale. This is a British light cruiser that was uh, launched in December 18th, commissioned in in 1919. Uh, So interwar. Uh, So it was one of the 28 C-class cruisers in the Far East. Uh, it entered the reserve, re- returned into active service for World War II, operated mainly in the Indian Ocean Basin. In 42 to 43, it was converted into an anti-aircraft cruiser. Um, the unit happily survived and was not sold for scrap until until 1928. So you get a nice selection of photo, photo etched parts there. Nice looking ship, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cruiser from that era. So, yeah. That's sorts- nice. If- I always say this. If that was three fiftieth, I'd be tempted, but I probably wouldn't buy. There you go. Anyway, so, but yeah, no, it looks. I looks do good. love seeing these ships, though, and oh, some I know. of these classes that were, you know, underrepresented for sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, so nice. yeah, it does. Um, so then, Lake Trumpeter, its sister company, brother company, Hobby Boss, they have two new items. Look, a one thirty fifth, another Russian vehicle, a Vitash surface to air missile system. Uh, this is a big kit. This is going to be 213 bucks in U.S. dollars. It's a new mobile ground air defense system. Uh, this was developed in the early 90s, unveiled in 98. Um, it's mainly aimed at the export market. Uh, so, yeah, just pretty large-looking kit. So you got the you got the eight-wheel truck. Yep. Look at all the sprues. I mean, there's a lot of parts here. Well, look at the decals. I know it's beautiful. All the missiles and you know. Yeah, it's a lot of S three hundred or four hundred. Yep. Three hundred and forty five or thirty four centimeters in length, eighty in width. So again, good size. Again, almost a foot. Eight hundred and forty parts. Twenty three sprues. And you those aren't track. those aren't tracks. <laughs> four axles. Yeah. Only wow. eight wheels. Three photo express. Yeah. Gee, I wonder why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So again, good size uh, masking, of course, for the transparent parts. It's good to see that in tank kits. And this mm-hmm. one here is interesting. I can see some people whining. Why is it not in seventy second? The Shangzing KJ five hundred in one to one four four scale. This is their latest version of their uh, AWACS uh, platform, uh, the early warning aircraft. So this is based on the AN twelve uh, four four turboprop aircraft. Um, yeah, so basically, yeah, it looks like a flying saucer getting getting frisky with the aircraft. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it is neat. I like the color scheme. These are, yeah, yeah, that is very yeah. attractive. Yeah, it's very attractive with the blue, with the uh, yeah, yeah, very um, maritime scheme. Yep. Yeah. Again, very popular. These are capital assets. So, uh, yeah, definitely. 120 parts, 23 centimeters in length, 26 in width. Hmm. So not that huge. No. Nope. Well, one to one four four, right? So oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. You said seventy second in my mind. I said, stuck on yeah, second. No, 70 no. Second. I'm sure some people would. <laughs> I'm sure some people were going. When's the seventy second scale out? When you well, build the new wing to the house. Um, well, yeah. enough. If enough people buy the yeah smaller one, maybe we'll get a bigger one. I, I just look at all those little tiny antennas, and I just I shudder yeah. about. I'll break those off in no time. But that's just me because I'm clumsy. A little, a little fret of photo etch too. So that's going to be available in April from distributors worldwide. Okay, company detail and wonder. We've covered them before, but this is the for the Tamiya's already amazingly detailed F35. 
but this is uh, the landing gear set for the 148th, which looks absolutely gorgeous. But more important, something we don't see a lot of is uh, FOD covers yes. before flight and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, and this is a great, especially for people who hate doing intake seams. Not that there's really an issue on this particular kit because they, they they handled that with the design. But yeah, landing gear, burner cannon, and FOD covers. So our friends at the Modeling News have a full up uh, pictures with showing some uh, showing some detail, including a test of the landing gear underweight. They Holy some, yeah. Heavy, yeah, they put some pretty heavy, heavy things on there and the thing's standing up. Yeah, those are balanced calibration weights on this yeah. thing. Look at that. Three, yeah, 3D printed and nicely, nicely metal parts for the hydraulic shafts, metal shafts and either a nice, even a nice metal etched nameplate. Nicely protected the parts. When you look at the yeah. pictures there. That's just stunning. Yeah. Just stunning. Absolutely wow. gorgeous. And then they've also, as a separate part, you've got the nozzles, including FOD covers. This is the nozzles and the and the FOD covers, 3D, 3D printed. Wow. I mean, yeah. you guys have to have to look at this. It's it's uh, extraordinary. Yeah, definitely. That's amazing. Yeah, just amazing, and the you know, and again, you look at the you look at the nozzle, the Tamiya part, which is considering it's injected molded, it looks pretty damn good on its own. But then you yeah. look at then you look at the D and W part. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. insane. Yeah, wow, beautiful yeah. stuff. Yeah, so very good. You can get them through our friends at Hobby Easy. We have a lot of friends, but you know, everyone's a friend in the model space, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so hobbies is out of uh, Hong Kong, I believe. All right, then we have from Dasworks. Dasworks. We have some more information. They actually got some of the. We we talked about this. The LARCV early version. This was their amphibious uh, amphibious cargo vehicle. Uh, this is uh, developed in the United States during the fifties, and it's been used. It's still being used in some cases. Yeah, so, essentially, it's a, a small duck. Yeah, basically, yeah. a modern oh, version of the duck. Yep. It's, I like it. <laughs> I yep. like it a lot. <laughs> Used in a bunch of five five marking choices. Uh, Vietnam, Portugal, early 70s, you know, the Marines and all that. So, yeah, so it's nice to see. Uh, they're promising it for the end of April 2023. These so, work guys just keep hitting... Hitting good solid hits. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it's in cooperation with Geico models and they've been doing some good stuff too. So you can't go you can't go wrong with that. That's that's pretty cool. All I right. Mean, I looked at, I looked at the yeah. side view pictures uh uh on the on the, the page, and the thing that jumped out to me immediately was the Antarctic uh, expedition from the nineteen forties or the thirties where they had that big vehicle with a plane on top. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Immediately thought of that. I don't know why. And you know what? You know what? You, you, you could always make a modern one with a drone. It's those big balloon tires that do it. Yeah, I think they were terrible in the Antarctic, but on a beach, they're probably pretty good. They, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yep. Anyway, never mind. All right. On to our good friends, you know, Special Hobby, who always updates their website. So I'm pleased to do this. So this is uh, a box, a look at the box of the uh, A20G Havoc, the low altitude Raider. This is an all new tool of the A20 Havoc, which hasn't been done in so long. I built one from Matchbox years ago. Um, so one's a US one, one's an RAAF one. 
which wore a rather unusual combination of both U.S. Army Air Force and Australian markings. Plus, it shows what's in the box. So nice looking kit, nicely molded, very crisp. I love that they they, they uh, include masking, like oh yeah, all the clear bits. So particularly yeah. on a bomber with all this with these windows, this is just great. Exactly. So you got the maskings available, and uh, yeah, quite a few parts of her mask in there. What twenty seven? I think no, twenty thirty thirty one, up to yeah. thirty one. Yeah, I see that there. So that's yeah, so pretty cool. The, it's the the gun nose, the hard nose version. That's what I built. Yeah, I built yeah, the I gun nose version. It, it's set for two different noses though so they'll probably yep. have a clear nose version too oh yeah definitely definitely but yeah that that was a very popular one served with distinction uh mainly in the far east there was a few in europe a lot of nations used the havocs yeah exactly and in the pacific they they were perfect for those island campaigns and and patrols like that right okay <laughs> next we have up from machine and krieger universe one i know uh jeff's taking an interest in because you know what he's oh. going to he's going to tell you later how we got him totally sucked in the gundams but uh we saw this one and uh yeah this is just this is just gorgeous so this is the art coaster a set of two uh 135th scale and they're basically robots you know imagine short little robots with like rotary cannon you get a just pack of two them. yeah uh one in green one in green plastic one in tan uh, this is this new two-in-one boxing of the Machine and Krieger SF3D series Cruster bipedal walker. Yeah. Very when cool. I think of when I think of Machine and Krieger, I, Krieger, I think of these and mm -hmm. the Nutrocker hover tank. Those are the two things yep. that are sort of iconic for me. Well, I love these. And you got a beautiful uh, decal scheme, including a lot of familiar uh, logos in that for Machine Krieger fans. So, so much yeah. fun. Yeah, Gotta beautifully, get yeah. beautifully cast too, eh? Yeah, yeah, it, look, it looks well done. Looks looks very, very well done. I think that's got some possibilities. Lots of fun. And again, whoever did the weathering, they've got a few painted up and weathered. Good fun to practice practice your uh, your weathering skills on those. And I believe, yeah, forty three dollars US out of Hobby Link Japan, coming out in June twenty twenty three, Jeff. Just saying. Okay, well, there you go. I'll talk to our friends at, at, at Neo, Neo Tokyo. Maybe they can get them for you. I bet you they can. All right. Another one on Jeff's, you know, got to have list. I seem to have, you know, this was just, you know, I'm just looking. I wasn't really looking at winding up Jeff, at no, least, at least to did. this extent, at least to this extent. Um, Armor Modeling Group, AMG, they're going to release soon. Uh, I got this from Aeroscale in 1 to 144, an all new molding of the XB70 Valkyrie. That, of course, is a supersonic strategic bomber. That is an absolute monster. Six engines. Yeah, this is fantastic. And, yeah, quintessential the 60s. Yeah, and these guys are a product of the Ukraine. So, you know, you got to support them. You got NASA schemes, Air Force schemes. Uh, it's even got a bloody bomb inside. So, there you go. Mm <laughs> hmm. And you have to get yourself a one uh, a one one forty fourth F one hundred four too. Just well, to of course, to yeah, to, yeah. Well, or an F one hundred eight. Yeah, well, that way you go F one hundred eight. Yeah, different. Uh, uh, there's your different diorama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Depends what you want to do. If you want to do that tragic day, there's let's, one. Let's not do the tragic day. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, we were commenting before the show. You know, there's been a few of these much older, and someone did one in one forty eighth or one thirty second. 
Probably HPH or something. I think it was, yeah, I think it was in 30 yeah. seconds. It was massive. I, I, again, you need a whole wing. This way, you can still put it on the shelf. Oh. So, probably coming soon to Jeff's shelf. We're just saying. Oh, I love this. This is beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? You can do a fictional Canadian scheme too for it. I wonder if you can raise the outer wings. You probably could with a bit of surgery. Them. With a bit of surgery. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah very maybe. nice. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Oh and no, no, the HPH, by the way, is too. That was one forty-eighth. Okay, I thought someone did one. Anyway, yep. we'll figure it out eventually. Okay, and here's the third one, and this one I actually I like too. Uh, this is a repop of the classic. Uh, I think this is a Ravel release. Yeah, it was monogram back. Monogram. Then. Okay, yeah. the Boeing SST supersonic transport in one four hundredth. This was a mock-up that Boeing did of what you know when everyone was talking SSTs. Uh, you have decals for two versions. I assume Boeing and probably, you know, Eastern Airlines or something. Uh, this will be coming out from Atlantis uh, March 29th. 20 bucks US, so not bad. Not a huge kit. Uh, I guess, yeah. well, one four hundred scale. Yeah, exactly. Nine and a half inches, it says. It was, it was going to be the Boeing. very simple. Yeah, yeah, the Boeing 2707. They won the contract. Uh, the design emerges a large aircraft with seating for 250 to 300 with cruise speeds around Mach 3. Uh, it was the, sub, the entire SST concept was a such considerable negative press. The issue of sonic booms and effects on the ozone level layer. Uh, it did have a swing wing, but rising costs and the lack of a clear market led to its cancellation in 71. So it never flew, but it still looks cool. How you know much? the ones I really like? I really yeah. like that uh, Boeing 707 uh, kit just down below there. Oh, down below on the yeah, same They're re-releasing yeah. a bunch of these yep. Old, yep. older monograms. Atlantis is really releasing a lot of those. And yeah, you've also got Flash Gordon and the Martian in oh, one scale there. Yeah, there you go. So, always oh, cool. I could, you know, I how about an SST in like, in like Air Canada colors or, you know. Like you think Air Canada would ever have bought one of these? <laughs> Well, the only place they could land it would be none of it. I know, but you never know. You know, you gotta. You know, you know what? I'd I'd put it in Ward Air colors. Oh, there you Ryan go. Air. Ryan yeah, Air. Ryan Air. Ryan Air. <laughs> Ward Air. Or the old CP. Yeah. Uh, you know, something like something like that. Or no, you know what? Pan Am. Put it in Pan Am, and then you can do it with your 2001 Orion, and you know the history yeah, of like Pan that. Am. I do like that. Yeah, that would be a good idea. So, yeah, that's a nice one, too. And this would go nicely with the two Concords that I'm building right now. Well, exactly. So I thought about that, too. All right. Yeah. We just mentioned Cult TV Man. Uh, some Monarch News from our good friends at Cult TV Man. They've got the Moon Suit and new kit. This is the uh, Monarch models, their new releases. The Moon Suit's in development. Should be coming in late 2023. Could be delayed, but this is one-eighth again. That's a good size. Kind of reminds me of Major Matt Mason. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And they've also got a they've also got a dinosaur coming out. Something for your grandkids, Jeff. Oh, so you could have the guy in the moon suit and the dinosaur at the yeah. same time. And you can have the caveman, Styrosaurus, <laughs> yeah. and a caveman. So yeah, hopefully arriving later later this year. I wonder if Styracosaurus is a sort of a play on styrene. I don't know. Maybe you never know. He looks he he, he looks pretty annoyed because yeah, he he, he's 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 living in the era of caveman. So he's but, a very old, old dinosaur. Yeah, or they a very young caveman. Yeah, they all, one, one of them survived the, the asteroid impact, I'm just saying. You know. Well, uh, you know what? This is not for rivet counters, this one. That's for sure. Well, who's going to know, right? 
<laughs> just saying. Anybody with, anybody with a little bit of knowledge about evolution might know. Yeah, yeah you never know. Okay, scalemates. So this time I loaded just the full kits. Uh, new tool. Uh, we've got, how about some food? Food for figures for yeah, 1 8 scale. Oh, sorry, 112. My apologies, Gary. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but there is, cool. an, there is an IMSA GTB ZX Turbo from Wicked Models on 124th, wow. March the 19th. Uh, March 18th, few from Metal Earth, including the Aston Martin AMR 21, and the Azerbaijan Grand Prix 120th. That'll be, that'll be fun for the uh, Drive to Survive crowd. Yep. March 17th, the Myers 200 civilian plane, VFR models, 172nd. Looks like it was delayed. Uh, same thing for the Oster J, the March 16th. British, mm -hmm. oh, the Motors of the Triumph. Yeah. The Model H and 135th the from our friends at Copper. Ooh, very nice. 135. That'd be 1916, nice. yeah. Very nice. That is uh, kind of oh, tempting, We got a little bit of photo etch there, a little inbox review. Yeah, well, you got spoked wheels, so you got to do uh, something with them. Yeah. Uh, next up uh, from Sputnik, Sputnik 3D Labs, a bunch of Soviet era aircraft of different types. Uh, oh, hey, March 4th, Space Godzilla. That's what more do we need to talk about? <laughs> I don't know what series that's from. <laughs> well, it looks pretty, it's pretty he looks, great. He looks, he looks pretty impressive, though. He looks like he's like, he's like, all spiky. Gas. he's all he's, spiky, ready to, ready to take names and kick ass. He's pissed off, and I would be pissed off if I had spikes on my shoulders, too. Well, that glowed in a radioactive. How do you sleep? Yeah, uh, how very, do you even turn over? Very carefully, I guess, you know. What else we got here? 72nd scale, SS models. Well, they come in a cardboard box, U.S. heavy tank, 3D printed, almost look like wargaming. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah. 172, 156. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the SMS um, Emden in one seven hundredth, yeah. Commerce Raider, I believe, from World War One, if I recall. Yeah. Uh, BA twenty seven. The Nemeth oh. Parasol. Yeah, there you go. The, the, was this the first day wax? No, I'm just. No. Yeah. It could have been. Another circular wing. It it it. Yeah. Had its thing. Had its thing, but you know what? Someone could read. Someone, someone, someone could re rebuild that with a jet engine, little winglet, and then and then actually put an AWACS pod and fool the enemy. Uh, <laughs> it's no, it's not. No, it's not. It's just. Something. I also like that um, that uh, that CK, the ten horsepower B two. Uh, oh, the just Citroen, above it, yeah. The yeah, a little half track. Yeah, that looks cool. One thirty fifth. Let's see here. Russian... Sahara. Oh, it's a tr it's a nineteen twenty three um, Sahara. Uh, oh, for the exhibition, yeah. <clears throat> Very cool. And of course, you know, all back then, they even when they were on safari, they had the Lewis gun to make sure the natives were, you know, not not restless. I mean, that, that's probably for prudent. tigers. For, well, for <laughs> tigers, right? For tigers and you know, annoyed elephants. Anti-ship guided bomb, one thirty-second scale, the Fritz X. I believe who is it now? Ravel has a Henkel in one thirty at one eleven and one thirty-second scale. They would launch these. This is like the first. These are one I considered the first guided guided um, like bombs. These were used I to great. These that. actually were used in the uh, in in the Met, and they actually. Yeah, oh, there it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple of things. Yeah. So that's yeah, cool. yeah. Everyone, I've, we were U.S. was playing with these guided bombs, and so was uh, so were a couple of others. 
All right. And then we have from March 11th, looks like it's all part of a series, Aquacultural Tank. So it's obviously a, an anime series. Anthony will probably know what you got. Like the Boston Lobster in two colors, the Fiddler Crabs in a couple of colors. You got something, Seven Deadly Skins. I don't know about that, but yeah. I love the fact that when it says scale, it says no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh, Seven Deadly Sins is an anime series. Yeah, I remember That's hearing one of the character. Oh, I don't have... know about the aquaculture tank. These look like they're mecha. Mecha crabs and mecha lobsters. Yeah, you can't really tell much about them. Orange cat the industries. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like different companies. I'm sure someone knows about it. Someone, someone, someone who knows this stuff, let us know. Uh, then further, a little bit further down, the idea of the egg tank, they're calling them baby tanks. A Holt HA-36, U.S. baby tank. Looks more like a British uh, male tank, but you get the idea. Yeah. Looks like two different parts. One, oh, one, one comes with a figure. <laughs> the figure, to, the figure looks like he's dancing. I'm just saying. Oh wow! You get, Individual um, tracks. March 10th here. We got some 16th scale items. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Delta Force with the Gator support that yep. three axle. Yep. And then World War Two. Got a jet yeah. and the whole crew. Yep. Infantry MP and a quarter ton yeah. truck, which means they didn't get the licensing. And then that pretty well covers what we're up to because we talked about the Type Six shuttle yeah, craft we last did. time. Oh, there's the that, that Vespa. Remember, Jeff? Oh, oh I love my uh, Vespa and a sidecar. <laughs> Fantastic! Can't go wrong. I just want to see was there anything neat in detail sets? I'm just seeing if there's anything that jumps out. Not really. Oh, uh, Green Strawberry has some stuff for the Razor Quest in 172nd. I what I did was I unclicked on product type and then I selected detail and conversion set. Yeah. So they've got the cargo bay, cargo stuff, cannons, uh some rigging looks like oh flight path for the flight path falcon, a detail set for the airfix kit from flight path. Oh is I clicked off new kits and the well 30 second scale Jet Mads Vigan popped up. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Are Ooh. they re-releasing Ooh. this thing? I believe they are. With new parts. Yep. Very I cool. I did not need to see that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we did talk about the trainer one in 48 scale. Yeah, that's that's more likely. Yeah. 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 Uh, what else? Yeah, a lot of this is new. Probably the iguana there from March the 20th, right near the bottom. That looks, that looks oh, it's a bridge builder. Okay. It looked really weird on this, on the thumbnail. Right. I wasn't sure what they were doing. A lot of civilian aircraft, etc. Okay, that's it. Before Terry and Jeff <laughs> that's enough of that. outspend, you know, before <laughs> the show, they have to uh, behave themselves prior to the show. All right. Yeah. Speaking of trying to behave ourselves, let's have a look at what our friend Steve at Cult TV Man has this week. Let's see what's coming out next from our friends at Cult TV Man. First, some news over from Monarch. Uh, there's a moon suit coming out. They're working on that as a next release. The moon suit's in development and will hopefully be out by late 2023. Uh, they've got a 3D design available at culttvman.com. It's a 1-8 scale kit, and you can actually pre-order it already if you want. And they also have something new. They're going to produce a dinosaur kit inspired by the vintage pyro kits. This will be the Strynaxaurus 
Jason Caveman. Uh, it's also in development, but they are hoping it's going to be in late 2023 as well. Bunch of uh, what's new stuff uh, that you can order now or pre-order. Uh, the Glow Cyclops from the uh, Seventh Voyage of Sinbad is now available for a pre-order. Uh, your canopy mask for your Lost in Space chariot for the 135th kit, the new kit. Uh, that's available for purchase. Space Clipper decals 1-350th from JT Graphics available. Um, the Fly 1-8 scale from Monarch. It's already on back order if you can believe that, but you can join the waiting list. And then also some dragsters from Atlantis 125th, the Tom McEwen rear engine dragster and the Big Daddy Don Garlet Swamp Rat dragster. You can check those out as well. Uh, also a pre-order Green Hornet's Black Beauty, the 125th scale car with a couple of figures from round 2 AMT. Uh, you can pre-order that as well. So lots of exciting new things. Make sure you check them out and don't, as always, tell them that the Scale Model Podcast sent you. Okay, always cool stuff from uh, Steve at Cult TV, man. Okay, let's talk a little bit about stashes. Jeff, you did a posting a couple of weeks ago. And I I'll did. Let you, I'll let you start things off, and it's a good time for a review on how much is too much and is it all really necessary in the meaning of life, etc. Well, the, the reason I, I, I posted it was because I was, well, as you'll see in the show notes and, and the, what's on the bench section, um, I've been finishing up a lot of things lately, and uh, I was starting to think about new projects. What do I want to look at? What do I want to do? And I looked at the stash, and then I started thinking about the whole concept of just looking at the stash. And, and um, I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I certainly occasionally have discussions with my uh, better half about um, what, how large a stat is a stash and how, long, how large a collection should you have of unbuilt kits and are you ever going to finish them and what am I going to do with them when you're dead and all that good kind of conversation that we tend to have with our significant others. Um, and I started looking at them realizing that I really just like looking at my stash sometimes, you know, <laughs> and, yep. and, and I, was, I was sitting down, I pulled a chair over, I sat down, I had a, a cup of coffee and I'm just looking at everything and, and I'm thinking, well, I remember when I got that or that's something I could really do something cool with or, and I realized just having the stash alone is kind of a, a pleasure. It, and, and maybe that's a, maybe that's a sort of a separate part of the hobby. Um, I think we've talked a bit about that in the mm-hmm. past, but I kind of wonder, and, and then you get into the whole, yeah, but I'm never going to build all of these. And maybe my tastes have changed over the years. And maybe there's a bunch, we've got our April uh, IPMS London uh swap night coming up maybe yep. it's a time to, time to relieve myself of the burden of some of these kits frankly so that i can get some more at heritage con so oh yeah <laughs> so that was where it was coming from so i posted on the, the scale model podcast page basically saying i really get a kick out of looking at other people's stashes online because uh because i enjoy just sort of identifying kits that i may have made when i was a kid or kits that mm-hmm. i'd love to build now um, but I never felt, uh, I always kind of felt a little guilty because I'd never published my own and so right. sh- shared my own. So I, I took a couple of pictures and posted them up there. We got a lot of good uh, comments back, a lot of likes, mm-hmm. but also just a lot of people saying, yeah, you know what? I like, I like just collecting the kids too. And I like looking at them and thinking about them. And that's a big part of the hobby as well. So that was kind of where this topic started. And I figured, yeah. you Maybe we can just start start and run with it a bit and see what we can think. See what each of you guys think. Go ahead, Terry. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it is, and you know, for 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 gentlemen of a certain age, we've we've been collecting these kits for forty years. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the stuff that was available back then, some of it is still pretty good, but a lot of it's it's outdated, and you're not going to build it now. Um, ICM just released their B26, or it will release pretty soon. I've got a, yep. a, at least two monogram B26s up there, and there's nothing wrong with them. They would just, they depending on how accurate you want all the the details to be in the scribing and the panels and all of that. Whereas ICM's probably going to pretty much get it right. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you do with those? What do you do? Nobody, I mean, they're not going to gain you, get you any money, but they're not, you know, it's just taking up, taking up space now. So I, think- I, I don't, I can't take a really, can't take a picture of mine. I can take a picture of a stack of a couple stacks of boxes because it's all boxed off. And at one point I, I went through and consolidated boxes and got rid of some stuff, but then I put uh, papers on the outside with the, what what's in each box, so at least I can get up there and I can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of those have been changed, and I haven't bothered changing the uh, inventory exterior, but I have an inventory on Excel or Google Documents mm-hmm. anyway, so at least I know what I've got. <laughs> Just, yeah, just as yeah. we were talking this morning, it's like, oh, I mean, this this evening, I was like, I pulled three things, no, four things off of the list. I, I put four new things on the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. Well, Very true. Yeah, and I, I think. I put, go ahead, I Jeff. Mine, I, I did a I did a, a spreadsheet uh, last fall in 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 response to a discussion with my wife because we had debated about okay well how many models have you got started and you haven't quite finished yet and she's not don't get me wrong she's not aggressive about it she's not angry about it she's just curious more than yeah and she's not wrong no and she's not wrong i'm not gonna not gonna disagree so i sat down and i thought okay i've got maybe 20 20 that i still have that i have to finish and that was just ballparking it in my head i i did the full inventory went through it all i had 80 models that i started and haven't <laughs> no problem yeah yeah and i thought it was 20 okay it explains a little bit about how men measure things i guess i don't know but whatever uh it, it, it was fun doing the list i even enjoyed making the list and mm-hmm. that was kind of kind of strange but anyway whatever that's all good how about you Stuart? well you know i've i've gone through fits and starts i've tried to not you know i tend to go through phases too about things I'll be interested in. Like for a while, I was going to be doing a lot of 135th armor and I did a lot. And then I, I kind of got bored of it, particularly the German armor. So I got rid of most of it. I've got a couple left that I still want to build. But, you know, I tend to, it's funny. I've noticed I've really become a lot more selective, um, you know, but then at the same time, you know, there is some cases where some of the older kits might be useful for some people, as long as you realize you know, you're not building it. You're not going to win a contest with it. I don't build, I don't enter contests. So like, for example, when that collection came in from the local hobby store, Brofdales, I've been having fun just building some of these what ifs over the last two years. What if Canadian fighters and, you know, or I, I find a very old 170 sec and I, not quite, but I almost just slap it together, throw some glue, you know, glue and paint at it, throw some Canadian decals and it's done. You know, it's never going to win a model contest, but I've been enjoying doing that. And there's, you know, there's something to be said about that. 
um, too. But yeah, I definitely when I I always like to look at newer things. Like definitely when I look at my stash right now, I've got like six 48 scale Spitfires, four 48 scale Hurricanes, a couple of Mosquitoes. You know, those ones I can see me building because I enjoy building those over and over. But there's also a few other things that, you know, yeah, I just know it was interesting at first, but it's it definitely be be lower lower down on the list. Um, For yeah. me, to Terry's point about the older kits and the newer kits being significant, significantly better. Yeah, I don't disagree. I agree. Agree. The challenge that I have is I really like those older kits and and particularly the old monogram ones with the raised panel lines and the fantastic and you know wheel well de- detail for that era. It was it was state of the art and. I still like building those kits. Yeah, and and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's why, you know, things like Atlantis and stuff like that, the uh, the whole you know resurgence of the nostalgia stuff, you and, know, and the odd scales and that. Go ahead. And we, we've seen newer kits of some subjects over the years that just didn't hold a candle to those monogram kits. Right. Yeah. Sure, sure. They they sure. needed a lot of them needed a little bit of work. Some of them needed full interiors because they really didn't have them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Other ones had more interior than you could see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, you think of all the bombers that, say, Bill Coster mastered for for them. Mm-hmm. They were phenomenal. Oh yeah, and, and I, they they still are. Well, yeah, and that's are. the thing. We are truly in the golden age. If you want to take the time and go absolutely insane on detailing a kit, whatever it is, you can probably find it. You'll spend three times as much on the photo etch. Um, but you can go to town and I mean, literally go to town on it. Um, but at the same time, if you want some, some, some simple builds, you know, there's nothing wrong with that too. Jeff, I, I actually found your post that you did to our club page, um, from, uh, last year's heritage con with your hall. I'm just going to throw it. I'm just going to throw it out in the show note. Oh, thank actually, you so much. No, sorry. Not the show because it's a private group. I'm going to throw it out into the uh into the into the chat in the stash into the chat here but it's interesting when you see you've got a good mix here you know i know of old and there you go of old and of old and new stuff and it's it's absolutely true it's like when i go it's very similar i was actually pretty good i got a couple of not you know not nearly as many of you and i see there's that typhoon i wanted um (laughs) but that's fine but but you know again you got some armor you got you know you got a whole mix of things um yeah i did yeah, and, and that's what makes it fun. Is, and to me, and this is another part of it. Um, I, earlier today, I was flipping through a collection of old magazines that I picked up, uh, and I read a, an article uh, in Scale Aircraft Modeling from 1996, and this is a UK publication. And the guy was going on about um, how to save money modeling, and his whole approach was, uh, you don't need to buy the uh, then in 1996 the state of the art new kit which would cost you a fortune at eight pounds. Yeah, when, it, <laughs> when, you, when you could buy one that's a little bit older for half that. Yeah, and then put a little work into it and be proud of what you've done, and you don't have to spend a fortune on resin yep. because so that won't be seen anyway, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, my point is that this discussion has been going on for a long time, probably for as long oh, sure. as. Well, and that's what I remember, too, you know, and and that's the thing now. Social media, in, in some ways, it's been great, but in other ways, it can kind of put people off. People are seeing what what people some people are posting and winning contests and and it puts them off saying, oh, I'm, I won't build that because I'll never be able to compete with that. You know, unless you really want to compete in a contest, you, the only person you're potentially competing with is yourself. 
And if you're happy with the way it turns out, you know, some people like to say, as long as whatever I do, it's a little bit better than the time before. And that's what I try and do. But mm-hmm. in other ways, if you just want to want to do something and let it, you know, just just uh, show off it's something you want to build and, you know, then go for it. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, at the same time, you know, and and I think what 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 we're going to see slowly but surely as we go, as people get older, you're going to be seeing a lot more of these older ones showing up. And again, the, the value is long gone. Um, you know, there might be the odd rare one, but, you know, people have to be aware of that it's always a little bit sad. I see sometimes at model shows the same people over and over and they've got the pile of kits and they're not moving them. And because they're asking too much, I'm sorry, but just old does not necessarily mean valuable. Yeah, that value, yeah. that value is gone for by and large. Yeah, yeah I sold I keep... off a number of things to afford to buy something else uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and they were essentially they were collector's kits, yeah, and that yeah. I was not going to build and they were in good shape, you know, like the first edition of the X15 from Special Hobbies, right. That, oh, nice. I, that sold for like 200 bucks. Yeah, that's a rare kit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do I kind of wish I had it back? Yeah. yeah, you know, but like a at little. the same time, if you tried to flog a, let's say, a monogram B17 and 172nd scale from the early 70s, you're not going to get gave, anywhere near. I just near. gave one away. Yeah, exactly. Like it's and yours now. That. Yeah, <laughs> I've, 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 I've done that sort of thing too. Um, you know, if it makes a kid's day, then, then so be it. But you know, yeah, and that's the thing people still have to realize. And I'm seeing people getting better at it, but you're still seeing the odd the odd time. And, you know, this is where we talk about, and like I said, we just recently, my father-in-law passed, and he's got a lot of auto tools and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, this is where we talk about, you know, let your family know what the odd valuable ones are or make arrangements with your club. We've done that several times in our local club we'll come in and help to make sure the family can get can get a fair price yeah uh, make yeah. notes if you've got if you keep if you keep your spreadsheet make notes um does does that kid have aftermarket and other stuff in the box is, yeah. is it is it a collector's item is it a rare kit yeah because uh, some of these are some of these have only been released once yeah yeah and the thing you got to watch for, for example, Airfix has been releasing their classic series. So like before trying to get the fairy rotodyne was harder, but now they're re-releasing it. So that's going to, uh, you know, that's going to go down, even though it's an original tool, um, you know, things like th- 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 things like that. But yeah, you have to be realistic about it too. Um, in the end, it is stuff. And uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta make those decisions. The other thing too I gotta say too, as far as the old versus new, um, I, I have I have a I have a bunch of new, you know, wing nuts and top end to me that kind of stuff kits sitting around to work on. Uh, they kind of terrify me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and, and but the older kits are, are the ones that are a little less state of the art and that immediately devalued when all of these ones came out. Mm-hmm. They're still really good kits, and mm-hmm. I don't feel I don't feel the same uh, worry about screwing it up by making them and then, and I'm more willing to try uh, new techniques or try something different with, with the ones that are less, well, there's less on the line. If you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a good excuse to try paint chipping and salt weathering and, oh, and yeah. streaking and everything else. If you've just done a basic build on it and do a decent paint job mm-hmm. just to push your own, your own limits, just to, 
just to do it. Well, yeah, yeah like like one of the things in the uh, Brofdale seventy second stash I picked up was one of the original like Airfix. It's from the late sixties. It was a Westland Whirlwind in one seventy second scale, and the mold dates back from probably early sixties. It was in a bag, but I built it up as a, a, a as a paint mule basically because yeah, you know the cockpit consisted. It didn't even didn't even have a seat. You literally put the pilot figure on top of like like the connecting sprue bar. Mm-hmm. You know, there was nothing. <clears throat> the only thing I added to that was a cockpit. But, you know, even then it's like, yeah, it's, you know, use them as a paint mule or, or stuff like that. You know, like I've been enjoying working on the bowfighter, but I'll probably go back to one of the 70 second scale. What if just to slap slap one together again? Yeah. So back. don't even if it doesn't have a super cockpit and everything else you don't even have to do that just oh i don't i just blew the just blew it i did that with several of the 72nd scale series Mm -hmm. because i didn't want to bother masking and i was just you know trying to get them out and uh exactly so yeah Yeah, treat it like a desktop model and, and paint the glass blue yep exactly so you know in the end you're building for you you only build to satisfy you if you if you're the competitive sort hey Good for you. If you're, you know, you want to, you want to go that way, then that's great. But for the rest of us, you know, just relax. It's a hobby. You're supposed to enjoy yourself. Yeah. So. I think that's, that's, that's uh, always the takeaway from this podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's yeah. always built well, for yourself. It's, but a lot of us are our worst critics. It's, oh, we are. And- we can be. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We should point out we have at IPMS London, we've had a couple new members lately, and we have this father and his, and his son have come to the last last two meetings and i think the kids was he 14 he said something like remember? that Branson. yeah yeah young branson yeah. Young, young branson and he he's been doing some aircraft and for a beginner he's like knocking them out of the park but he just enjoys himself his dad's enjoying working with him there's no pressure the kids got natural talent you know um but yeah it's so cool to see you know, he came back last week and he had a couple of new things. Him and his dad are building, t- they were building uh, 48 scale F-18s and uh, his look fantastic too. Yeah. Um, you know, and he had a, what else? He had a YF-22 with, he was playing around with different weathering and like a different paint scheme, which looked pretty cool. Um, was, you know, what was most impressive to me was just how erudite he was. He's He was in a room with a bunch of, frankly, scary old guys old hearts, uh, yeah, and, and middle-aged guys. And he just he jumped right in, talked about yep. his builds, talked about, I mean, he was great to talk to. Uh, yep. Ask questions. Such, yep. It was so refreshing. It was so great to see a young person really interested in the, in the, in the, the engineering and the whole, all the, all the various elements of the hobby. And yep. he wasn't just interested in planes. He was looking at, we had probably one of the most diverse, collections of kits on our yeah. table last month and um uh he was he was interested in all of them i mean i, yeah. I think that's just fantastic so yeah no, that's we're not really a- pleased we had well we've had a record number of members in the club this year you know yeah. things are coming back and i think you're going to see a lot a lot more of that so you know really right good now, anybody on the podcast who's interested contact ipms london Canada, uh, and uh, give me a call. We'll, we'll, we'd yep. love you to come to one of our meetings. We 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 yep. also do virtual meetings. There's um, clubs everywhere. So, if you're yep. a science fiction enthusiast in the uh, Chicagoland area, IPMS Tech Mages, we meet out in a hobby shop. So there, there you go. go. Build yep. days every every time. Yeah, we do build days on Wednesdays, and uh, yeah, this is one of those one of those crazy weeks. We do podcasts today. Uh, Jeff and I have a club, a show meeting tomorrow. And then as our build night on Wednesday, 
So yeah, yeah I probably us... won't be able to make that. I got to go to a right. funeral. But <laughs> oh, that sucks. Hate it when that happens. I know. As long, I know. As, as, long as it's not your own. No, uncle. And, it, uh, and if it is, mm-hmm. can I can I have your stash? <laughs> ah. Anyway, anyway, that, yeah. Uh, that actually does bring up a, a point about death and modeling and everything. Uh-huh. And, and um, we, we've we've covered this ground before. I'm sure we will again. But uh, my point is that there are groups out there who um, rely on donations. Yes. For um, for you know both veterans and and others yep. because a, a hobby like this, um, various arts forms and crafting. Is, is a great way to settle the mind and focus the mind Very on something so. that is not a, your problem at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we joke that this is not a hobby to relax. This will drive you insane, but it'll also save us. You know, it's, it oh. is any yeah. crafting is like that. It's something you do and, and you have something to show for it. Exactly. Um, and, and you're learning and you're, and you're engaging all of your senses at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I say. Our Wednesday night build lights. I, I very, it takes a lot for me to miss one because quite, quite often lately in the last little while, it's the only time I have to build. Um, and it's really good to get together with your friends, group of guys, you know, wind up each other. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, always, a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of banter and a lot of yeah. pleasure in that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, it really is. So, as far as stashes go, I strongly support them. Uh, as far as spouses' relationships to stashes, I think it's just a matter of being open and honest and exactly. straightforward. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you should. Everybody should have a hobby, and the hobby takes some money. Yeah, uh, most of them do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, you know, you could be spending your money else anywhere. You could be like uh, the old joke is, you know, I, I could have a car, or I could have. <laughs> yeah. You know, I could go down. I could be playing pool with the boys down at the exactly, bar. Exactly, exactly. There's worse things you could be doing. Yep. That's the way we always say. And just to wrap it up, I was going to say, Terry, you got one more deck. You're going to be adding to your stash soon because the Katero uh, 132nd scale Spitfire. I have I have two big ones coming in now, I which know. means I need to get rid of some stuff. Well, I know someone um, in Ottawa got theirs, and I'm starting yeah. to see some showing up in the states. So, yeah, the Katero is coming. Friend, and um, HK's um, 48 scale B25J is coming. Oh, man. See, I, right. I look forward to seeing that thing. He's going to have to build someone else is going to have to build a new wing in the house. Jeff. Uh, well, that's that's a whole other discussion is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where the hell yeah. do I put the stuff anymore? Well, that's what I've I already pulled saying. things out of the <laughs> out of the case. Yeah. So. All righty. So that's our thing about stashes. Let's uh, talk. Let, let's put it this way. That's that's uh, episode two of stashes of probably forty-seven episodes on these types of topics. Well, but, you know, I think it's an well, they're important... not going away. Yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> I they're think not it's an important thing to talk about, and you know, particularly with the whole, you know, we're getting older. The hobby, it's older guys now normally, and yeah. uh, they're seeing it in the model train world too. Every every sort of thing. So it'll be an interesting to see as we go ahead. Okay, let's talk a little bit about our good friends at Sean's Custom Model Tools. They're also going to be at Heritage Con. We're looking forward to seeing them as well. Here we go. 
Now we're going to talk a bit about Sean's Custom Model Tools, one of our other sponsors of the Scale Model Podcast. Some very cool things, both 3D printed and the Goodman Super Sanding Blocks. Let's start with the Microset and Microsole Decal Set Bottle Stand. This is uh, purposely designed for the Microscale Set and Sole. Uh, most modelers over the years, they've tipped these bottles over. So uh, this is a very handy thing. At $14.95, you can uh, put them both together. They're printed in blue and red for easy identification. Comes with a black base, and they actually have little magnets on it, so it helps keep them in place. Definitely a good deal. I use mine all the time, and I can well recommend them. Let's talk a bit about those Goodman Model Super Sanding Blocks, namely the Value Pack Combo for $28.99. You get the 80 grit, 180 grit, 220, 320, 400, and 600. Uh, just an amazing set. Uh, just what you need. And you can also, uh, if you want, you can also get a, a sanding, super sanding block stand for it, which also uh, really makes life a little bit easier. Helps helps things keep it organized. The other thing too is they have they have the awesome model tape dispenser for uh, your various tapes it's basically a 3d printed thing you put spools of your tapes it's got a little razor blade to help uh, cut it and it's a uh, really really good design uh, so yeah works out really well and yours for 1995 so check out these and other amazing deals at seanscustommodeltools.com and uh, also on facebook and tell them that the scale model podcast sent you all right uh what's on the bench i'll start because you know i didn't write much because i've been busy uh the 48 scale bow fighter in australian markings i got the canopies all masked uh they're complete they've been glued on now um hopefully we'll get the underside in primer this week but again tail end of the funeral arrangement stuff like that still a lot of stuff going on there and lots of prep for heritage con going on getting my ducks in a row getting the equipment ready all that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to going there. So, but I will be uh, on the build night on Wednesday trying to get some more done here. And then I'm not sure what I'm going to do next. We'll see. Jeff, you've been a busy boy. Yeah, I have. I have. I feel kind of badly that I've, uh, I actually, well, until I looked at the pictures that Terry just sent you, uh, I felt badly that I was overdoing it with all the pictures of the things that I sent. No, Ooh. send, send oh. always lots of pictures are always yeah. helpful. But, uh, yeah, so I finished the Musaru entry, uh, the Armahavis 172nd P51B in Polish markings and uh, Polish RAF markings. And and, and uh, fantastic kit. I can't recommend it highly enough. It really is good. It's a tricky in, the, in some sections, and you do have to pay attention to the instructions mm-hmm. uh, and test fit everything just to be sure you're putting the part in the right way. <laughs> But but beyond that, it's just an outstandingly molded kit. Beautiful detail, just beautiful little thing. Yeah, I don't uh, think I've met a Mustang kit that isn't tricky somewhere. I think it's just the plane. I could be. You could be absolutely right. Uh, but I was really pleased with it. Uh, I submitted the pictures um, a week before they were due, and I got an email back from Ian, the, the judge, saying we're the first ones over the line. Congratulations, that's wonderful. So that we, I asked if we got a prize for that. Bonus no. points. Bonus, yeah, definitely, definitely bonus points. Yeah, he said, no, no, shut up, go away. And that was about it. Uh, I also finished the with the things we had been talking about since December, those two uh, 3D printed 118th scale uh, jets. The, yes. That I was 
the London Jet Aircraft Museum. I finished them and delivered them. They looked awesome. Well, that was kind of nice. I also wrote an article about that one for IPMS Canada, and it should be in their um, uh, Beaver Tales, which is their electronic uh, mm-hmm. a magazine that comes out, I think, in May. Right. We'll see. Uh, I finished the CL-52, uh, an Orenda Iroquois engine, which is essentially the B-47 in Canadian service. Um, and I also wrote an article about that one for IPMS Canada. That'll be in RT, God knows when, because it's got a long runway, that one. <laughs> uh, Stuart uh, tempted me with uh, my first ever Gundam kit, which is, a, according to club members who are into Gundam, a terrible kit. But I didn't find it terrible. It was it's an old time. And I 144 DJ, and uh, it kind of looks like a samurai, uh, a big thing with a big samurai skirt on. Um, and a big cod piece. You know, we had to make sure big, we got you the cod piece. I know, but the cod piece is under the skirt, which is I a know. weird trans well, kind of thing. Anyway, right. either way, it works fine. Uh, it was fun building it, and now I have to get on to painting it. So that's, that's next. And the last <laughs> the last thing I started up, I started this about a year, year and a so ago. I picked up a uh, an Airfix 1144th Concorde model from the Bruffdale stash, and lo and behold, inside there were two complete kits, one of which had been started. It was the original um, prototype Concorde kit from the early 1960s, mid-1960s by Air- Airfix, and the previous uh, owner had painted it in gold and silver hand-brushed tester's paint, so it was thick as a brick. And a <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, but I uh, managed to strip most of that off and start uh, you know, putting them back together again, and uh, and I'm looking forward to getting those to look like real planes. So Looking that's good. where I am. That's two weeks. That's uh, but amongst all of that, we had two weeks of family time uh, that uh, managed to get most my wife and me both infected with colds, and uh, and that's about it. Grandchildren, <laughs> grandchildren do that. It's because it's 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 their parents get them sick to make you sick because you fill them full of sugar and give them right. back when you're babysitting them. And two of my, uh, one of my daughters and her husband are both um, elementary school teachers. So, they so are, there you go. Yeah. There you go. They bring it home themselves. It's a walking Petri dish. Yeah. So I, so I stuck all those pictures on the page. So people they look good. Get a good laugh at them. They look good. Well, and as he says, he's got the Gundam here in the Kershaw Stewart pose because he actually enjoyed it folks. So, you know, I'm, I'm, all the folks at Wonderfest will be down there one day. One of, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of us. Okay, Mr. Measley, I'm looking at these photos. They're looking pretty cool. Yeah, I, I couldn't attach them in the on the iPad, but I can That's do it right. here, though. Yeah, it looks good. Um, yeah, I spent some time working on that military version of the Babs. It's got color on it now. Mm-hmm. Got a, a few coats of the uh, that Japanese Army greenish-gray color. Uh, looks good. It does. Um, so... I had some things to figure out on it that the cowl with the engine didn't fit correctly. And to figure it out, it's actually the exhausts uh, that I had to break the exhaust bonds. So mm. it would actually sit down where it should be. I'm like, I'm carving stuff out. I'm doing weird. <laughs> like, finally realized, no, the exhausts are just too narrow. Mm. So now it's on. It looks good. Um, I'm amazed at all the windows. Look at all the glazing. It is that. a it's a phenomenal yeah. greenhouse, isn't it? All of those yeah. planes from the period had these, like the, like uh, the the Devastator with its yeah. massive greenhouse and some yeah. of these other ones. Yeah, uh, it's interesting because it's a huge greenhouse, but the 
the pilot and the radio operator have two holes in it. So they don't, it's not like, it's not open. It's not like yeah. a Sonya or something. It's, yeah. it's really weird. So what did you use to mask? Did it come with a mask set? So I went through a couple mask sets. Uh, that's a Montex mask. Okay. Uh, which is good for the flat bits, but their, yeah. their vinyl is a little stiff. Yeah. Uh, so you, you get it down. You've got to paint right away. You got to do it. Yeah, I had one for a hurricane similar. Uh, Dead Design Studios had a couple of them. Okay. Um, but there are two different ones, and I can't figure out how to tell the difference. Right. Because the Babs had, there's two different um, versions. There's an early version with that big nine-cylinder engine mm-hmm. on it, and the later version with the smaller 14-cylinder um, okay. engine. Right. Um, and those have different canopies, and I think even the the nine cylinder version of it had different canopies partway through production. They realized it was too short. So they made it four or six inches or something higher. Right. Um, so those, the different mass sets are there. Okay. So just be aware guys, if, if it is that there are two different mask sets, uh, because there's two different canopies. Yeah. Um, what else? I've uh, been masking up that uh, Bandai dropship, as you can see. <laughs> wow. A lot of, lot of hexes. A lot lots of, hexes. Of, lots of, lots of uh, little, what are they, five millimeter hexagons. Yeah. That's Do you punch those yourself, Terry? I, I printed the printed sheet of it on the uh, silhouette. Wow. But each of them are placed by hand. Oh, my gosh. So I've, I've, that's been my model um, meeting project is applying those and everyone just looks at me like i'm insane it's a good therapeutic you know yeah because i would think you know sometimes like put them in pairs or print some with threes in a row or whatever well yeah. it's a i'm gonna have to pull some of them off and print a sheet on to me a tape paper right uh because uh, vinyl just it it uh, is not flexible enough to go over some yeah, curves so I I, i'll be doing that yeah, I also want to think of these as panels, and so I don't want to cross panel lines with them. Right. So are these are these sort of like reactive armor, or what are they? They're color panels. Oh, they, yeah. But what are they supposed to represent? Are they color just, panels? Color. Just it's supposed to be pretty. Much. It's supposed to be pretty. Oh, um, okay. the, they would be changing like chromophores, right? It doesn't make any sense, but it looks okay. pretty cool. Okay. So Very they would be, Yeah, because it's they'd be so large that if you had color shifting chromophores you could make them much much smaller coat the whole plane in it so you can change colors as you want yeah gee what's that what's that blob in the sky it looks huge but it keeps changing color ah, <laughs> that's, that's a loud i can't see nothing but it can't loud. see anything can't see anything it's loud yeah, yeah. um yeah so yeah. that's the idea is just that these are color panels that can change colors and, and i'll be doing a, a camouflage scheme with them very cool that's cool i really like it so instead of digi camouflage it will literally be just a boatload of hexagons all over the thing crazy. <laughs> and i i couldn't resist i did start uh cleaning up parts on the uh halberd models um seahawk i figured you would you were very taken by that kit when it's, it came out and uh yeah i got that in the mustang x and i have to say these are the best resin aircraft kits i have ever seen yeah they're wow. immaculately cast they're beautifully designed they fit together I mean the Seahawk. Once you get a little bit of the casting flash off and stuff, yeah, it it falls together. Well, I know I know Brett Brett Green did a review on Hyperscale and he said the same thing. It was absolutely gorgeous. He gave it yeah three thumbs up. So buy up. stuff from those guys. Yeah, just just, just I, I, 
I'm just looking at the at the. Uh, oh man, I'm blanking the uh, the seaplane bit. The float. The float. That was the yes. word I was looking for. I was just looking at the detail on the floaty the bit. Yeah, the floaty part, the part that gets wet. It looks yeah. amazing. Just looks amazing. Yeah, it's it's like I say, they are exceptional. I'll bring them along with me if I don't forget, so you guys can mm. have a look at them. Yeah, they look good. And and the the clear cast parts are immaculate and robust, and, and it's just it, it's extraordinary. Very nice. It's, looks beautiful. That's yeah. Nice. Nice looking. So thing. these are these are you know these are the reasons I'm not building stuff out of the stash. It's like these are unusual. No one else has a 48 scale Seahawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. You put that on this on there, and like I had uh, mentioned it to Tom Cleaver about it, and asking is the, is it actually the same Curtis Green interior? Probably yes. But um, and his reply was, "Oh, you're one of the 100 people who got a kit." <laughs> like. <laughs> If that's all they're making, it almost seems a shame. Yeah. Well, you oh. never know. Maybe someone else will see the demand and maybe we'll see an injection. Maybe they'll repop one. it. Yeah, maybe you they'll... never know. Yeah. You never know. I think it's uh, Mike from Plastic Model Mojo. He's been doing a um, a catapult and an airplane. I th- and he, he's back to working on that. And I've been seeing some pictures um, of that making the rounds. I would like to find um, catapults. U.S. and Japanese catapults. I have an old Japanese catapult kit that um, it was pretty good, but the, it's the resin is very thin, so I may I don't know. I'll see what I can do with it. But yeah. um, I, I think these are the kind of things that 3D printing should excel at. Well, exactly. Well, the good thing is, you know, you and Mike can compare notes at yeah. HeritageCon because you know he is coming up, so we're looking forward to seeing them. Yep, I reached out already. Yep, that'll be good. So you guys can. Uh, do that and compare yeah no i think we're gonna have a lot of fun there so yeah yeah i'm just uh yeah here here we go i found found one of his catapults i'm trying to i think it was a kit but i'm trying to remember <clears throat> where he got it from but uh yeah we'll 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 we'll, we'll ask him when we get him on mm-hmm. we're gonna have him there we'll have our recorders and all that so all right anything else for well, not really much for what's new or things we've seen we pretty well covered it all um, at I this don't point. have anything to add. To no, that's I've fine. Seen. Again, we'll have a lot after Heritage Con, so we'll definitely yep. do that. All right. So we're also, again, sponsored by Return to Kit Form. Check out their web store. Uh, even though they're not doing Moscato anymore, you can still get some amazing Macross stuff, home of the Valkyrie and Macross aircraft canopy masks, which are absolutely fantastic. I've got a couple... Uh, I got a couple of Macross kits coming to Neo Tokyo, I think three. So I'm going to have to get some more masks for that. Uh, check out their web store. They have an awful lot of other cool things as well, especially if you're in the Australia area. So so, so check them out as well. Uh, for more modeling podcast goodness, you can check out the other modeling podcasts at modelpodcast.com. I think we're up to 12 now, 12 or 13. Wow. Different, different themes, uh, even one in out of uh, Finland, I believe or the Baltics. Um, so definitely check that out. Um, as always, leave us a positive review. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and of course our very own website where you will see the world's best show notes from a modeling podcast. So I've, <laughs> so I've been told in reviews um, oh. with photos and stuff like, and photos and stuff like that. You can see what Jeff and Terry are working on. Occasionally I throw up one of mine too. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, check it out. And again, if you're hearing this 
on Saturday night, because I am hoping to get it out Saturday afternoon. Uh, make sure if you're coming to HeritageCon, make sure you look us up. We'll all have our blue shirts. Don't forget your blue shirts, gentlemen. Yes. Don't forget. Yeah, I got I have to get it out of the paint booth. I've get it out of the paint booth. Yeah, I know. I know. Remind me you. again on Friday, so I don't forget. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah that's all right. Um, I'm hoping to have stickers made by then, but if not, we'll have some cards and goodies and 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 lots of goodies so that'll be fun and you know if if you behave yourself jeff may sign may sign your arm or or your model kits or sing you a little <laughs> tune you never know you never you never oh, know oh, that's terry that's terry that's sing, your specialty the singing, lawyer, <laughs> the singing lawyer exactly yeah. we could be onto something there so, no you couldn't be <laughs> damn it shot down again all right so for episode 113 of the Scale Model Podcast, my name is Stuart Clark. My name's Jeff Hyland. I'm Terry Measley reminding you to uh, go find some bargains from other people's stash sales. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. I noticed, I noticed, Terry, you sent us a spreadsheet of your stash. I've yeah, you can look through that if you want. I'm going to be looking <laughs> through that. Yeah, it might be some additional purchases. All right. Thank you and be well. <laughs>